episode number 150. Camaro talking, lots of it. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. <sighs> There's a lot to talk about, dude. I'm, I'm uh, like, yeah. trying to catch my breath right now because we're gonna be we're gonna be rambling for for, for however long this show goes on for. It might, be a, it might be a long one, but it's definitely gonna be a good one, as yeah. she said. Yeah, lots to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we got we got all. Oh gosh, man. I th- I think first first of all. I mean, I don't even think we're gonna be. Able, do we want? Do we want to try to do a rundown? Yeah. Well, yeah All right. Yeah, well, the show just. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll be quick. The show just hit a milestone. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about um, the Camaro Smithsonian Channel special that was on. We're gonna talk about Yankos again. Yankos. Um, got a couple of voicemails. Couple, three of them. Gonna talk about Camaro Con out there on the West Coast. It's. Uh, the, it was released. The dates were released. We're gonna talk about that. How's about? A guy with a funny license plate that pretty much said it all about how he lives his life. Douchebag. Uh, close. <laughs> um, that's actually the next step up. Uh, how's about some NASCAR? We're going to talk about some NASCAR. NASCAR. We're going to talk about some moron made a $57,500 gamble. Woo. And then there's a new competitor coming around the block for Camaro or maybe something else. We're going to talk about that at the end of this show. So it's oh, going to be yeah. jam-packed. Stick around. we got yeah. to start. Chris, big milestone yeah. that you and I hit with this episode. 150, baby! <laughs> 150 episodes of the Camaro show. Technically, it's our 650th episode, if you <laughs> think about it, if you were yeah. a listener of our previous show that hit 500 episodes. I was just talking about this last week. These little notepads that you bought, yep. me and you, um, which started on mine as a CamaroZ20.com <laughs> podcast number 267. God. I've, I completed last week with episode number 149 in the books. How, how many, does it say how many sheets are in that, that little pocket notebook? 400. <laughs> and you use both sides. Yes. <clears throat> Crazy, yep. man. Yep. 400. 400 uh, ruled sheet. It says 200 ruled sheets, 400 ruled pages. That's yep. it. Yep, it's just like a little pocket mead five star little yeah. notepad thing. So yeah, we've um, we've been around for a while. What I, I can't even remember when we started the show. I people, are like, how long have you been doing the podcast? I don't know, 10, 12 years, 10, 12 years, I, something I, like that. I, I don't even remember anymore. It's just it's part of my life. <laughs> It's true. I mean, we really, we really, truly enjoy doing this, and uh, we couldn't do it without knowing that there's, you know, people listening. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so thanks if if you were with us with uh, the Camaro Z twenty eight dot com podcast. Well, thank you very much for, you know, sticking around, which it's really still the same show with a different name. Yeah. Um, and in all the ways that people can listen to the show, if you haven't already figured that out, if you're new to the show, if this is your very first sh- show. That you've heard of ours. Hold on a second. Somebody's at my front door. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, was that my house or your house? Because <laughs> I have the I'll exact let, same chime. Uh, and the dog is barking. So oh. anyway, as I was saying, if you're new to the show and you are you can listen to, gosh, how many different ways now? On the website itself, right yes. in your browser, you can. <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, Google Play, Play, and now iHeartRadio. 
That's right. Um, which is really cool because um, that is something that's on uh, Roku and smart TVs and everything. So you can listen to the show in any way possible. It's, well, it's just about. And, well, actually you can if you're technically savvy. You can subscribe via RSS. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I've, I don't have a subscription to iHeartRadio. It, it is free, too. So yes. I, 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 can, I went on there to look for the show. I found it. I mm-hmm. liked it. And you know now every week they send me an email saying, hey, there's a new episode of the Camaro show. You should go listen to it now. So I thought that was kind of cool. I was just on it. How did you, uh, how did you like it on iHeartRadio? Um, I think did you create like, an, you create an account, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, I just okay. used my Facebook to log in and then just liked sure. it. Oh, I know who was at the door. It was FedEx. Ooh. Ooh. Car parts. Yeah. Okay, we got a lot to talk about, so I don't want to drag it out. But thank yeah. you all for listening. Thank you, thank, thank you, you thank all you, for your you. voicemails and emails, which we do have some later on. But oh yeah, let's let's start talking about that uh, really the the dedicated Camaro episode on the Smithsonian Channel just a l- little less than a week ago. Mm-hmm. I I I mean I, I tuned in last Sunday. It was on at 10 p.m. Eastern here. Um, I know you were watching at the same time. We we're kind of talking on uh, the Camaro Show Facebook page <clears throat> about it. Um, I thought it was, they did a fantastic job. They they focused towards the sixth generation car, which they did. They interviewed Al and they interviewed a whole bunch of people in the plant itself who were part of Camaro, making a union guy um, and all sorts of stuff. And, and then they gave a brief history of the car from the first gen through when it went away in the fourth gen years, coming back in the fifth gen and continued on with the, with the sixth generation so what did, how did you how did you feel about the episode? I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. And there's just a couple of reasons why. I don't there's there's more to the 6 gen is great. It's it's the best Camaro ever, no question, you know. But I don't think they quite got they just scratched the surface and not got deep enough on the history of the Camaro and most importantly when it when the 4th gen ended, yes, they did talk about it, but they didn't talk about that gap and how there was Still a, a very strong following, which is rare for a car that's that's dead and may not come back. That following state, there was no mentioning of Scott Settlemeyer. And if there was no Scott Settlemeyer, there would be no 5th gen. And of course, if there would be no 5th gen, there would be no 6th gen. They did mention the Camaro Disciples, but they didn't really de- define what that was. So anybody new to Camaro watching the show had no idea what the Disciples were. Um, I think that, And I think this show kind of skipped around a little too much. After a commercial break, it would kind of... It wasn't very linear. So... If, if I, I put myself in the shoes of the new Camaro enthusiast, which there are a lot of mm-hmm. lately. I don't know if they got if they took away from the show what they should have to be fully informed and fully immersed and understand the Camaro and its heritage and yeah. its culture. Well, I think we have a unique way of looking at it because we're so ingrained in the Camaro DNA mm-hmm. uh, of things we want to see, we want to see more of. Um, I think from an outsider's perspective, they, they focused on the sixth generation Camaro, Detroit, Lansing, um, the car that's currently rolling off the assembly line. And I thought they did a good job at that. Um, and now if it was billed as a Camaro history program, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think there's well, room, I think there's room for other programs to do that. Well, it totally. was called Supercar Super Build. Yeah. 
and it did focus a lot on the oh you know what that was great about it is it did show the dedication and loyalty that the assembly line workers had mm-hmm. have yep. at the Lansing assembly plant S- similar to the Oshawa plant which they barely mentioned the Oshawa plant either yeah, yeah. Eh. but it was called supercar super build so it did focus on the building of the car what eight hours eight yeah. hours it takes from start to finish to build a new Camaro wow yeah I like I like how they said in the uh, when they were talking to Al they basically they they wanna they, they approach building the Camaro and they, they approach designing the Camaro to put the competitor out of business. And mm-hmm. he said, and they're doing the same thing. They, you know, that, that's, that's that competition that drives the engineering team, the, the, yep. the leadership that is currently at, at GM, uh, with, with Al in, in charge over there. And so far they've done an outstanding job with the car. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it it's really cool to see people that you know on TV. Hey, I know that guy. Yeah. I had beers with him. You know, yeah. <laughs> so it was overall pretty good. I, I I think they just missed a couple of points that could have been made quickly and were key to the to the to the overall show. I give it a seven. Hmm. Well, if there's a producer <laughs> listening to uh, our show right now, we would be more than happy to consult on a uh, on a Camaro history episode dealing more oh, with. Yeah. Uh, Fourth, fifth, maybe even sixth generation. Yep. Been there, done yeah, because we lived it. <laughs> we lived it, yeah. It was our life. It yeah. still is. That's why we're here. Yeah. Um, you can still check out that episode. If you go to Smithsonian Channel and look at uh, and do a search for Camaro, it'll show other times. And I think eventually it's going to be, you're going to be able to stream it on in your browser. Nice. Nice. Last November at SEMA... Our buddies at SVE, Specialty Vehicle Engineering, rolled out the new Yanko Camaro. Uh, six, uh, I'm sorry, sixth gen. I looked at it cross-eyed for a split second. Uh, <laughs> sixth gen Yanko Camaro with a thousand horsepower, and it's making the news rounds again. Yep, I saw, pretty, pretty, I saw that press release come out this week. So everybody's writing stories on it. Pretty cool, and it's it's just a, it's a beast of a vehicle, man. I don't even know how they can keep that in a straight line. Um, what they're gonna make twenty five of them? That's what it says. Twenty five um, thousand horsepower stage two Yankos is what they're calling it. Stage two. It's crazy. So it's not mm. too hard to find news about that. No. But in light of that, I guess there's a company called uh, Brand New Muscle Car. Their website, brandnewmusclecar.com, is um, allowing you to build a first gen Yanko Camaro from like like custom build it. You can design and order your favorite classic muscle Camaro hand-built from scratch with all new metal body and parts. It'll Or they'll work with your original body shell if that's what you want. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's basically, you know, you see the TV shows where somebody, you know, builds a car from scratch using replica panels from, uh, i got to assume it's from uh, uh, OER or whatever that com- that, those companies that make those replica shells, um, body uh, shells. Um, licensed by General Marketing Capital, which owns the Yinko brand, just like the SVE version. It's officially licensed. Pretty neat. So if you've always wanted a first-gen Yanko Camaro, you know, without spending the million dollars that they cost or something, I got to think it's it's up there, though. <laughs> I got to think it's not cheap to do no, this. No, God, no. They're, they're predicting it's going to oh. be uh, 100 grand. Oh, here we go. Hundred Starting at 149000 on their website. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's that's a lot of money. That's that's a lot of money. You want to do a pro pro touring pro street version? One hundred and seventy nine thousand. Mm. 
it's neat. It's neat though. I mean, I think the S that I almost said SLP, the SVE version. Um, I think that was what one twenty, one, the of their of their sixth gen. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. I forgot. I forgot. But yeah. Anyway, you can check it out at brandnewmusclecar.com if you have a ton of money to throw away <laughs> throw on, a, away. on a really cool car. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, in fact, we're going to talk about throwing money away on cars in a little bit. But we got to move on to the voicemails, right? Oh yeah, we got voicemails. Yeah. Uh, but before we here. do, yes. got to mention this: voicemails. Once again, brought to you by Engraved Blueprint Art. Um, Chris, you and I have ours on order. I'm mm-hmm. getting an LS7 Blueprint on on aluminum, and you're getting a Camaro SS, six gen Camaro SS. Yes. And we custom designed them. Our, our choice of materials. You guys can do the same thing. Check out all the options at engravedblueprintart.com. And, of course, use coupon code Camaro Show to get 10% off your order. So get over there and order yours like we did. I can't wait to get ours. Yeah. And we're probably going to do an interview with the guy that does it. we got to do that towards, like, maybe in a month or so. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, engravedblueprintart.com. Check it out. Cool stuff. Heck, yeah. All right, dudes. Uh, let's move on to the first voicemail. Hey, guys. It's... Day. It's one in the morning on Valentine's Day, which is my birthday, turning 59. Oh my god, I'm being so old. And uh, I watched the uh, Camaro special on Smithsonian with Al Hoppen. I'm sorry, Al Oppenheiser. And uh, it was great. And showed how they put it together and three shifts of People putting the car together was awesome. Um, hopefully you'll talk about that, or you'll have Al or Scott Sotomayor on there, or even Jason Port. So, can't wait to listen to you guys' show. Have a great show on Sunday or Saturday, whenever you're filming it, or not filming it, <laughs> recording it. All right, post today, turn 69. <laughs> and then we got our 10th anniversary at the end of the month. On the 29th of February. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Okay, wait, wait, wait a minute. He he just <laughs> he needs some sleep, man. I, and he he just said, um, "I have our tenth anniversary at the end of the month on the 29th of February." His wedding anniversary, I gotta think. Yeah, twenty ninth of February. Oh. <laughs> um, it, it's not a. Doesn't February oh, only no. have twenty eight oh. days? Um, um, 20, I don't know. You know, so if you've never heard Postal Dave before, he usually sounds a little bit more co- coherent, but also a yeah. little more disjointed. He's he works late. He works long hours. He delivers. He he's works. He doesn't deliver mail. He's that a real mailman because he delivers. Oh, does he? Yeah, deliver. Oh well, no, no, he doesn't. He, no, he doesn't. But he yeah, does. Well, anyway, he works for the USPS, and sometimes he works long nights. And <laughs> I guess he likes to think about us after he's on when, as he's on his way home and calling. So hey, how about this? Happy birthday, PD, and happy anniversary to you and the wife. Yeah, happy happy birthday, uh, Postal Dave, to, and and uh, and uh, hope you and sexy wifey have a great. 10th anniversary. Yeah, what is she, like 22 now? She's like something like that. <laughs> that I just did the math in my head of what oh, I just God. said. <laughs> All uh, right, I'm, I'm going to sure do like uh, next voicemail here. Yep. Wow. I think he woke up now. <laughs> He's had his nap. Yeah. I think he's on his way into work. Hey guys, how's it going? Got the place. I'm a white cow. 
for my birthday. Happy Valentine's Day, happy birthday, whatever. Anyways, I want to hear your thoughts on the Smithsonian episode on Camaro. And I want to see a guest, one special guest. Uh, Oppenheiser, uh, you know, uh, F5 Pilot, Scott Selmeyer, or Jason Ford, or Jason Debler. What? Well, I, I don't know if he just had like a couple Red Bulls or something, and then called back, or um. So, what a difference <laughs> eight hours of sleep makes. Just like what a difference eight hours of car build time makes. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, we just we just saw the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. Of, well, I don't want to say that of Postal Day, but uh, <laughs> we just saw the uh, the Jekyll and Hyde. We have. We have of Postal Day. Wow, that was um, oh, that was boy. something there, PD. Yeah, yeah. Boy, he needs to go into opera. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely entertaining. Well, we we have another voicemail, but before we get to that, yeah. you might want to get in your own voicemail. And here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Are we going to go for a three-peat here? I don't don't know. Let's see. (laughs) Let's find out. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. It's Sean from Oceanside. Uh, Just calling uh, in response to... uh, the other gentleman who called last week who talked about the uh, the pricing and things that uh, probably need to change and, and all that. Uh, one thing um, that the Mustang does, and I, I noticed this, for example, to reduce their cost, they, uh, well, they did this for several years in their Mustang GT. They took the Brembo brakes and made that an option. And then when they put it, when they, if you did select the Brembo brake option, they only put them on the front wheels. And if you notice that on a lot of Mustang GTs that have Brembo brakes, they're only on the front wheels. Now, I think a lot of performance enthusiasts would uh, not be happy about that. But if you're trying to sell more just to kind of the general consumer who wants a V8, a car with a V8, then I think that'd be one way to save money. That's just an example. But, um, yeah, so there are things like that. But the, but the bottom line is, if you're going to try and reduce costs on the Camaro, something's got to get, you know, you got to give something up, and it's going to be performance, or it's going to be have to be something in the interior, you know, it's going to be more hard plastics, um, you know, less uh, desirable interior, I guess. So anyway, um, that's what I wanted to say. I mean, I think if you reduce costs in certain ways, for the general consumer, is not really an enthusiast, but maybe they want a Camaro with a V8. Then I think, you know, doing little things like that are the way to go. However, but for, you know, the real enthusiast, they're, they're going to want all the good. Oh, you got oh, cut off. Him? Oh, he, he got cut off. I don't know. Um, thanks, Sean, calling in from Oceanside. He, he makes some valid points. Very much so. On what the Mustang is doing. I don't know. Do you think Camaro will, like... Nickel and dime you for uh for performance parts. I I didn't I did not know that Mustang had Brembo brakes as an option and then only put them on the front. Well, is he saying that it's an option to have just front and then you could also as an option have front and rear? I I don't know that. I don't know. I think that's I think that's interesting. 
I, I think that's a good idea, but I only think it probably save what five hundred bucks off the sticker cost, give or yeah. take. I don't I don't know, but he he's he's saying something that since we were mentioned F Bod Father, we Chris, you and I knew know Scott Settlemeyer extremely well. Mm-hmm. And even in the fourth gen production days, he would have to field all the complaints. And one of them was basically people had wine taste but beer budget. They want everything to be great about the car, but they only wanted to pay half of what it costs to build the damn thing. Right. And then they complain that GM isn't listening to them. And I think we're what, what Sean is saying is we're going to run into the same exact thing. I want a cheaper car. Okay, great. You're going to get cheaper materials. Well, I don't want cheaper materials. I want premium materials at a cheaper price. And I think I'm afraid, not that I'm a bean counter at GM, but I'm afraid that that's going to be the same thing if they try to do that. And that's so, something, well, the, isn't that something you guys dealt with as the Camaro Disciples? Absolutely. You know, Quite you can get this. Well, what would you pay for it? Well, I don't want well, to pay for that. Well, then you're not going to get it. It should come standard. It should be competitive with the Mustang. Okay. In what way? Yeah. Okay, great. Do you want us to put a, a lower horsepower engine in it to compete with the Mustang? Because <laughs> we can do that. We'll put we'll put a lower horsepower, less expensive engine in it and give you premium interior. And it still competes with a Mustang at a Mustang price. Well, I don't want that. I want more horsepower. How much are you going to pay for that? Yeah. Cheap ass. <laughs> good points. Yeah, very, I, I very good points. As much as I would love to work on the work, work on with the Camaro team, gosh, man, I, I, I can Al you, can you imagine the up. the mundane details that you you got to go through? I mean, just from the Smithsonian episode when they when they're talking to Al and he was talking about weight savings, he was talking mm-hmm. about going through and and figuring out that. If you had a bolt that had six extra um, threads on it, well, we're not using those six extra threads, so let's cut that in half. That's Mm -hmm. saving 20 microns of weight, okay? And he said, Mm -hmm. using all these different screws, that adds up. Absolutely. To be able to go through that, those those mundane little details, you have to have, you have to have a mind, you have to have a passion for building Mm -hmm. these type of cars. And and from an engineering standpoint. I don't think it's mundane at all. That's like seek and destroy for them. That's cool. That's and see, but that's the type of people you got to have in those positions, which we do. Right. And that's great. But they got to take the good with the bad. They also got to take the people that I was that just complaining me, about. That would drive me crazy. That would drive me crazy. What the the looking <laughs> those, for the sh- well those those kind of those those details. Oh man, I would love that. But really, it would be oh, dealing with God. the people that aren't logical about cost versus value. Right. Uh, yeah. So shut up about it. And just buy the damn car. <laughs> That. Oh, thanks again, Sean, for for calling Sean, in. Yeah, yeah that's great. That's, great voicemail. That's it for the voicemails, though. That's cool. Let's get yours in, man. Yeah, we got some other things to talk about here, though. Ooh, 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 ooh. This is something I would really like to go to. I sure would. I don't think I'll be able to, but I sure would like to. Camaro Con Cam- Two, April twenty eighth, twenty eighteen, Temecula, California, which is SoCal. Um, I think it's down there by. I think it's over there by Sean, over there in Oceanside. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Southern Southern Cal. Um, they're having a huge um, meetup, I guess. It's, it's like a giant car show. They're calling it Camaro Con, sponsored by Fast Tech. Yep. And yep. Um, it looks like looks like an awesome event, dude. It's Is a, this? It's like a one day only like meetup. Meet it's like yeah. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Just, geez, just five hours. Yeah. Kind free remind- mobile, di- free entries, free mobile dyno show and shine rev competition, <laughs> <laughs> raffle. Last year's 
pictures were pretty cool. I mean, for five five hours, it's a big event. I think I think they're they're cutting their nose off to spite their face or whatever they say. They're cutting themselves short. They should make that like from eight a.m. to eight p.m. at the very least. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is this um is this organized by our friend Matt Lisa sure Garage? Is. It sure is. Yeah, he's such a cool guy and a great friend of the Camaro community. We're obviously going to link this up in the show notes as well as the uh, as the as the, as the uh, Facebook um, event, which is at the bottom of the uh, the article on Camaro News. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go to this. That'd be cool. But hey, Sean, Sean, who just called in? Oh, Sean, are you going to be going? I think he was at the event last year. I want to say. I, I, I think he, he called in about it last I year. I think he did. Yeah, so I'm sure he's going to go again. Cool. Pretty this is awesome. pretty cool looking event. Um, nice. Speaking of events, got tons going on. Um, we want to hear about your events. We, you know, we gave out our voicemail number. Get your events in that you are hosting, part of, or just attending, and you like, so we can help get the word out. Just like we did with the Camaro Con two. What April twenty eighth? April twenty eighth. Yep. Yep. Gosh, man, if I were to, you were to fly out there, the flight would be almost as long as the event. <laughs> Might even be longer. Depending. It's actually, on... the, it's actually the same distance from here. Yeah. Or the same the time, time. yeah, from the time you sit in the airport to yep. actually flying to getting out, getting your oh, bag, yeah. blah blah blah, getting to the airport, getting the yeah, it would, it would be longer. Yeah, it'd, it'd be longer. <laughs> wow, it'd cool. Be long. Uh, Camaro driver with dirt black, dirt black, <laughs> dirt bag license plate tased, arrested after a quote <sighs> series of bad decisions unquote in Bellevue, Washington. A man driving a red Camaro with a vanity license plate that reads Dirt Bag ended up under arrest on Sunday afternoon after what Bellevue police called a series of bad decisions. The 40-year-old man is expected to be charged with first-degree assault with a firearm, assault on a police officer, malicious harassment, obstructing police, and resisting arrest after the incident at a Brown Bear car wash in Factoria. Again, this is Bellevue, Washington State. So if you're driving around with a Camaro with a personalized plate that says Dirt Bag on it, do you really got to live up to that name? <laughs> it's all dented up too, like it rammed a few things. Oh God, it's Let's almost as bad as the as the the video I posted on our Facebook page earlier this week. There was a large Mustang gathering. Oh God! <laughs> and they all smashed into each other. Oh, they definitely gathered. All right, they gathered into a big pile of metal. Oh, I mean, you can't make that stuff up. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm I'm just reading this. Uh, police said they oh okay responded to the car wash after 3 p.m. after a road rage incident was reported with a minor rear end crash hence the dented you know license okay plate. so the driver of the other car got out to take pictures of the damage and the Camaro driver got out and pointed a gun at the victim and made threats lovely then when they showed up the suspect would not get out of the car he fought them when they tried to pull them out <laughs> him out one officer was punched in the face the man then allegedly threatened to kill the police and made disparaging remarks about the victim's perceived ethnicity. <laughs> Police finally issued a taser to subdue and arrest the man. Uh, don't tase me, bro. Dickhead. <laughs> Seriously. <clears throat> oh, I, my I, God. I, who, who says, I want to do these things, and there's no way it could end badly for me. Who thinks that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, how's about some NASCAR? We got the Daytona 500 going on. Mm-hmm. It's the start of the NASCAR season, right? Is it yep. the Daytona? Um, and, and guess what car grabbed the pole position? That's right. Number 88 Chevrolet Camaro ZL1, driven ZL1, by Alex Bowman. Baby! Very, very cool. Nice. 
again, not a big NASCAR fan, but it's nice no. to see that kind of representation of the yeah. Camaro. Now, do they do they call the 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 Daytona 500 like the Super Bowl of of NASCAR, or is that like Indy? Or, uh, no, Indy's not NASCAR. Um, I I think so. I would think so because I mean it, it's it's get so much fanfare with the mm-hmm. Daytona because is is it is it the first race of the season? I don't see. I don't even know. Um, Sorry guys. It, <laughs> we got yes, we got to have some NASCAR fans that listen to the show. I, I, Can oh, you call in and school us? Yeah, school us on NASCAR. You know, I do, like, I, I I'm a I'm a casual NASCAR watcher. I know that how many NASCAR drivers have we met in person and we don't even watch NASCAR? <laughs> We've met the greats. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, we hung out with Dale Earnhardt Jr. We hung out with Jimmy Johnson. We hung out with Tony Stewart. We uh yep. <laughs> Jeff Gordon. <laughs> Jeff you know? Gordon. Yeah, there we go. You know, I mean, and and I wish I could say, hey, that race that you did that one time, I know. when you did this, that was awesome, man. I was really cheering for you. But then again, maybe they don't want to hear that. Maybe they just want exactly. to talk to car folks like yeah. us. Yeah. I don't know. So give us like the two-minute Cliff Notes version on NASCAR if you can. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're trying, you know. I mean, yeah. You want to be school on drag racing? Give me a call. If you want to listen to a NASCAR podcast, I'm sure there's tons of them out there. We're, well, uh, we're, we're not Jay one Ski. of them. Jay Ski? Jay Ski. Because remember in early 2000, Chris, you and I and our friend named Jim started a racing site. Just didn't take off called Race Forums. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And because Jim, because Jim's a, a big NASCAR fan, yep. And I, I think it was Jay Ski's website that we said was a great place to reference. I don't, I don't know if it's still around or not, but that's all I know. That's it. That's the cool. extent of my NASCAR knowledge. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Um, just real quick, because I know we're out of time. Let's get some last-minute details. How's about this? Uh, this you, you, you obviously had to have seen this. The forgotten 720-mile 2009 Corvette Z06, um, found in storage, covered in dust. Yeah, what's up with no, that? Well, it definitely made the rounds. Um, Again, the 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 eBay listing says they they bought it in a storage unit purchase. The car's been abandoned. Check the VIN. It's not a stolen vehicle. Doesn't come with any paperwork. Going to do a title abandonment on it, but the price would go higher. So basically, what it is is they're selling a car that's almost ten years old with seven hundred and twenty miles, with no title, no registration, no paperwork, no history that we're aware of. And somebody made a $57,500 gamble because that's what the winning bid was on eBay. And the reason why I say gamble is because at some point somebody could say, that's my car that got stolen and this is my proof. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. What if some, somebody came forward and said, Hey, that's my car. You know, they, you know, they, they, this is the fanfare around the 750 Mm -hmm. mile car. It it, it makes the, the circuit on the news or whatever. And they're like, Hey, Look, here's my title. Look, that's my car. Yep. This got stolen for me. It was brand new. I bought it, took it home, and it disappeared the next day. That person would be out of their money, wouldn't they? Well, cashier's checks, wire transfer, and cash only. That <laughs> money is gone. Yeah, that money's so, gone, all right. I'll, I'll, put it, I'll put it the best way possible I read on one of the comments. There's a reason why that car disappeared. No, That car has a history that wants to be forgotten. And mm. if that's true... It, I would if, they, if there's a ten percent chance it's true. I wouldn't say I'm going to plunk down fifty eight thousand dollars cash and take that ten percent risk. No way, no how. Nuh-uh. Maybe it's Christine. Oh, man. 
<laughs> I've got a feeling that's not the last we've seen of that Ooh, Corvette. Yeah. To be continued. I, I, mm-hmm. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this again and going, hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Last piece of news here. According to GM Authority, Toyota, Toyota has officially teased a new Supra. Should the Chevrolet Camaro be worried? I, I don't know. You know what? We're out of time. Let's <laughs> save this for next week. Ooh, ooh. What do you think? Nice. Yeah. Maybe maybe we can get someone to call in and say yes or no. And we'll, and we'll tell you what we think about That's next right. week. Yeah. So we're going to put the link to the article in this week's show notes. Read it. Absorb it. Ponder upon it. Call our voicemail hotline and tell us what you think of this article. And then we'll tell you what we think. We'll tell you what we think anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, to I like be that. Continued. Idea. Yeah. 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 All right. Guys. We are out of time, aren't we? We're, we're definitely out of time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us for our 150th episode. Of course, we're, we do this every week, so Woo-hoo! it's nothing new to us, but it is a milestone. We thank you for listening to any other episodes that we have. And we'll see we'll you next back. week. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!